praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. I thank God for this grace. And I'm sure that God will minister to us in the name of Jesus. Before we go ahead, can we just sing this up? You are God. From beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. You are God. You are God. From beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. You are God all by yourself. Holy Spirit, great teacher. Please open our eyes to see. In the name of Jesus, the word we give back to miracles, the word we bring back to giant. In Jesus' name, Amen. Looking at how we started, we went from the platform to the place of selfless sacrifice. Whether you are dead or living. Whether you are dead to yourself thinking you are alive, or you are dead to your maker, which actually gives you life, to the place of fasting. In our online discussion, today we want to look at some lessons that we can learn from the book of Genesis chapter 22, from verses 1 to 22 or 24 thereabout. Why? If we take time to look at the scripture, it has been pasted above. <laughs> many times, most of the time, we are so much happy. Many may adore and convert the faith, the experience of Abraham. Oh, my father of Abraham, you know, even sing Abraham's blessings am I. I'm the son of Abraham, I belong to Abraham's generation. Very good. I want the faith of Abraham, very fantastic. I want the blessings of Abraham, awesome. But many. the reality of the demand that it entails. What are the things needed? What are the things that is supposed to be done? How is this supposed to be done? What can be done to achieve these things? And Genesis chapter 22 from verses 1 to 24 paints this clearly. I pray that the Lord will help us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Now, looking at it from this direction, verse 1, verse 5, found out that I'm praying to us that immediately Abraham was given an instruction yesterday night, early in the morning. He woke up, stood up, woke up, baby child up, or let's say a young child, a young boy, maybe between the age of five and ten, there about, woke him up, let us go, early in the morning, woke his young man up, early wake him, to follow the instruction, to obey the mandate. 
before you journey to the place of covenant. So they journey to the place of promise. They journey to the place of abundance. Early morning waking up. Following the instruction without doubt, without thinking, without question. He was told, he followed. He was told, he followed. He was told, he followed. Not question for next money. The next money was for action. He was told at night. He obeyed next money. Early next money. The point was the place of the deadness of self. Oh, I'm already dead to myself. Oh, yes, I waited many years for this promise. But again, the person that gives me the promise says I should do this. Who am I to say no? I can imagine that could have been the thought of Abraham. Sorry for the approach that I'm taking it. I read scriptures pictorially by pictures. Imagine me, Jesus telling me, after willing years, I say, no, no, I'm going to kill this. Would you? Would I? Yet, we say, Abraham, blessings are yours. Would you? Would I? It is very important for us to know that for every encounter, every instruction, there's a sacrifice. Every instruction of God that does not make it a lack of sacrifice makes you to question a lot of things. There's a sacrifice. Very important. Nobody can do anything without sacrifice. It's very important that we understand this. Very, very important. Your own sacrifice can be no sleep. Your sacrifice can be your money. Whatever it is, there is a sacrifice. Without a sacrifice, a visible instrument of sacrifice, won't I return? Won't I doubt? I go back or without even the person that will conduct the sacrifice won't I return won't you go back and these are the experiences that all of us many of us find ourselves without a visible effect without the visible sacrifice or without the visible instrument we tend to doubt tend to want to go back. Just like Saul, when he was instructed to wait for the prophet, the person that will conduct the sacrifice, ignorance. Ah, just like David also, who could say that I want to sacrifice but it must cost me something. How about Solomon that gave a sacrifice of a thousand burnt offering of each about Peter that gave the sacrifice to the master his boat for the use leaving his fishing coming to the place of brokenness have you asked yourself if you were like Father Abraham would you go back would you be concerned that there is no tangible sacrifice 
blessing for you and I. That the sacrifices are not visible. Does not mean they are no one. That the sacrifice is not yet tangible. Does not mean one that we have cannot be accepted. The ram is not there. The sun is there. Does not mean it will be accepted. Sacrifice is not there, does not mean we should not be hopeful of the assurance of the sacrifice. This sacrifice I'm talking about is from two perspectives now. The sacrifice of Isaac, or Isaac being the sacrifice. And the fact that away from moving from the intangible sacrifice to the intangible. Sometimes your basic sacrifice can be the intangible things. The intangible. The intangible things. Sometimes it can be the tangible. The tangible can even be so much wealthy. But one thing that I want us to know and be assured of that these sacrifices does not mean there is no assurance what does the scripture say according to Romans 5 it says oh make it not ashamed we should be assured that irrespective of even if there is no we can't see it tangibly it will surely surface and I didn't see it for Samuel chapter 1 verse 9 to 28 she prayed the sacrifice in tangible evidence our only intangible sacrifice was our prayer our prayer brought about the miraculous it is very important to us to note that the place of hope for assurance is key there is a journey for the miraculous there are witnesses for the miraculous however in this journey who are those following you or guiding you? Who are these associates? Just like we were told three weeks ago, this platform, who are the platform of the stands or the legs of these associates? Who are they? Abraham woke up in the morning. In fact, the scripture recorded that he have over 300 soldiers when he went to rescue Lord. did not say two male servants. He said two young men. Two of his young men. I could imagine it would be the only two that were important. The only two, just like Peter and John. And John. It would be one of the two that were so important that would not doubt the journey. That would not doubt where they are going. The question I asked was this evening. In the place of hope that you are joining to this place of covenant, who are these persons? Are these people of like mind like you that are dead to self? Are these people of like mind to you that are living? Are these people like someone like you that they are living and their life is for the Father? 
even in this journey as you go. The funniest part is that even when you are going on this journey, many of these people don't know where you are being told. But yet, they are following. They are willing to follow, willing to obey, willing to sacrifice with you. But it's very also very important for us to know that even when going on this journey, to the place of unbendant. Because it's certain all of us, our Christian life is a journey to the place of covenant. The scripture, Jesus says, encourage them as said, if you claim that you are Abraham's son or Abraham's daughter, as the case might be for you, sister, wouldn't you do the things that Abraham did? If that's the case, the question is now that what are the things that Abraham did again? Even in this journey, Abraham looked. Abraham looked. The scripture recorded that when he got to the third day, Abraham looked up. Look. Looking is very important. You can't be planning a journey for the place of sacrifice and not look. No. It's not possible. You can't be interested in a journey covenant and not look look up look up look up look up why do I need to look so to my hearts there are places that even these associates that want to help you they can't get you there is no point for all associates there is no form for everybody their things, their steps, their moves, they cannot afford to go with. Only you can take the step. You need to look. Only you can take the step. It's not that they do not have faith in you or you don't trust them. No, it's not about that. But it's about the fact that the journey is actually yours. They are just joining you on the road. The journey is actually yours. They are just part of your tag team. You are the leader. Look up. Praise that. Just like where we started. Just like where we started. We said, it's not just about the Abraham experience, you know. But all are the things that aligns to these experiences coming to play. One of those people is Isaac. Isaac. The scripture recorded, that same Bible passage recorded, that Isaac has the father. My father. Look at it. There's a wood. There's fire. Even half knife in your pouch. But no sacrifice. <laughs> and the child, the father told him, After saying this, that the Lord will provide, he never doubted again. The scripture did not recall that the child asked again, who is the Lord? Huh. At his age, at Isaac's age, maybe 10 years old of now, 
Is it that Isaac already know who the Lord was? <laughs> Interesting. Was it that Isaac already knew that this God was a God of one miracle and always intent to do more and more again? The Lord will provide. The Lord will provide. The boy never doubted his father again. Never question maybe the animal again. Down to the place of where he was until he was tied to the sac sacrifice stand. Where he will be caught and bought. <laughs> I imagine what the knife would be to cut his neck, to pierce his side. Obviously, it can't be to pierce because in those days, the only way they can is to cut it by the neck. Cut your own son by the neck, and you said, The Lord will provide. But again, we shall not be surprised because according to Luke chapter 2, verse 35, Luke 22, 35 says, Jesus was talking to his disciples, saying, When I sent you out, did you lack anything? The revelation of the promises of God, the revelation to the place of covenant, is that which is characterized by abundance. The things that we need are they available. Maybe you don't see them yet. But if it's God's covenant, if it's God's journey, if it's God's trip, then it is certain. It's a place of abundance. It's a place of abundance. Don't give up. Don't doubt it. It's a place of abundance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Before we conclude, verse 18. Verse 18. And God swear. But what basis was God's promise and covenant given back to? It is very important for us to know that God is not concerned about the beginning. God is more concerned about the beginning and the end. Yours is the end. He has told you one thing in the beginning. He's concerned about what you do. The beginning, a voice. Through the hand and obedience, even to the point of being a killer, the middle moves is yours. The journey is yours. Where you are going through is yours. The same word came to Jonah. Reverse was the case until he was forced to. The sun was always supported. The trip. The trip, who you meet on the trip is yours. The beginning is the Lord's and the hand. What you do with what he told you in the beginning is yours. Let's ask ourselves as sons, as daughters, do you support the journey to the root of the pattern of the miraculous? Am I a supporter or a rebel? against the journey to the miraculous. As we conclude, all these are summarized. I'd say, 
my trust in the Father is the one willing to die as a sacrifice to him as he pleases. I'm like a son, Isaac, you may say, asking for the sacrifice, but never doubting my father Abraham, even when being laid on the wood as the burnt offering. Genesis chapter 24, verse 1 to 25. I'm dead to the will of my father, knowing that they are witnesses. They are people looking. Not struggling with the father's will. No hatred for what he makes me to pass through when he's stealing his will in me. When he's stealing the will of the father, God the father. I'm not angry. Are you angry when someone is trying to instill the will of God in you? Hmm. Imagine the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 17 and 19. Even reckon to Abraham and Isaac. That means Isaac never hated his father Abraham after that experience. Have you hated someone as a result of him or her trying to instill the will of the father? Hmm. I leave us to discuss and to ruminate over these things. Am I actually interested in the pattern of covenant? Am I actually interested in the pattern of promises? Am I willing to do all these things? Am I ready to do all these things? I pray the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Our conclusions 